Welcome to a special episode of Mike Perspective. Let me introduce you to, you already know who he is, that's my co-host, that man Matt. Yo, what's up everybody, what's up, what's up, what's up? Let me introduce you to um, Black Widow, he's back again, Michael Palmer. How y'all doing out there, man? Peace and love. And let me introduce you to my man David Figueroa. How's it going, everybody? All right, so... Fellas, we we on for this special episode of um, Mike's Perspective for one common reason for everything that's been going on in the world, um, especially the most recent one. But um, let's start off with what we touched on in episode four, which was um, Ahmad Arbery. He was a black man and uh, running in a neighborhood in Georgia, a place that I was raised my entire life. And um, he was um, gunned down by two white men and one recorded it. So it's it's fucked up. That's 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 pretty much what I have to say for it. Um, it's really hard being a, a black man in America. And we know that. What's your take on it? Um, from what they said, how it started about him being in somebody's house that was being built and he was just looking around and then the two gentlemen, I guess the father called him, said, hey, what are you doing? And stop. And he ran out. Like, I get that you want to be alert in your community to see what's going on. But the instance of taking your own, I guess, your own hand to go and gun him down. I don't get that part. Like, they could have went about it a whole different way. That's how I feel. So in um, in what way do you think that they, they could have done that? Like, you know, I mean, it's kind of hard to like look at the video and find any other way to approach the situation. You know, regardless of what the situation was, it was a black guy just, you know, jogging through the neighborhood. I think if it was a white guy, it would have been a totally different situation. And and uh, a lot of people would agree with that. Um, Absolutely. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. But that, um, oh, go ahead, Mike. Anytime I look and try to find perspective on any and all of this as an African-American man, let's be clear. Um, I always come back to ancestry. And then I always say to myself, if they dealt with this and it's still going on, it's 2020. So we as African-Americans, you know, Hispanics, Latinos, whatever the case may be, we have to understand that I always say this and Matt, you can attest to this. It always comes back home because we have to educate our children. We have to educate ourselves and we have to be educated in life. So when I see things like this, it's almost like we're being dragged into a situation where we're still dealing with racism. I don't care how anyone tries to spin it. It's still racism 2020. Yeah. 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 You know, um, I, I actually it. wanted to, to touch on what, uh, what Mike was saying. Um, I think that it's difficult to, to try to change, to shift the mentality of people that are on that other side of the spectrum. Right. Like I'm, I'm, I'm light skin with light eyes. So it's, I have a different perspective on the situation. I don't go through what a lot of my, my black friends and black family members go through, or even like my darker skin, um, Latino friends as well. Um, but I've seen it, you know, there, the awareness is there, 
you know, but it's, it's a, it's a weird kind of awareness where it's like, you know, make sure you do certain things. So that way the cops don't do X, Y, and Z. And it sucks because like, why is it that we're teaching like our kids and, and our, and our family members, like, you know, to be a certain way with cops when, you know, if you flip it on the other side, people that are less melanated, you know, they don't have to have that issue. They could walk down the street. They could jog down a neighborhood. They could sit in a park without having to feel like that they're going to be harassed. You know, I think the education has to happen on the up, on the other side of the spectrum where like, you know, an understanding has to happen where it's like, yo, there's a reason why so many people of color are angry now, you know, because they're, they've been consistently treated a certain way and they're expected to react a certain way when they see people of authority. And it shouldn't be like that. Police officers are public servants. We pay them. They're supposed to protect and serve us, you know? And I think the education has to happen on, on, on the lighter side of the spectrum. That's my opinion on that. You're absolutely right. You know, I kind of think about it because I haven't actually been in those situations. I mean, I've been stopped by the cops. I've been profiled one time. Um, it was one time me and some friends was going to New Rochelle and they pulled us over and they all took us out the car. So the cop is near me and my brother. And he was like, um, that guy, which he was referring to me, looked like a suspect of a whole bunch of robberies. Okay. And this was a Spanish cop. And, and he was like, and luckily the guy who was there, he was like, him? Absolutely not. This man don't do anything. So they didn't really press me, but that was the first time I was um, profiled as a criminal. The second time something happened was something minor is when I was working in the Bronx Zoo. And this child, white child, white family, they like, hey, mommy, look at the monkeys. And there was just, it was just me and my boy, Angel, who's also black. We wasn't near the monkey exhibit. It made us feel terrible because we like, this is what you're teaching your child. And the child was probably like four years old. Let me step in there and say straight up, racism is taught. Yes, I believe so. Period. It's taught. Yeah, it's true. Yeah, I believe so. Absolutely. So, so yeah. to say that, like, there is certain parts in Georgia that's absolutely racist. <clears throat> you will go, you could drive around there, you will still see the Confederate yeah, flag. Absolutely. I noticed, like, and I remember my dad will always tell me, like, son, if you ever, you know, get pulled over, make sure they see your hands. Um, don't do no sudden movements, nothing, because at the end of the day, your life is at risk. And this is before a lot of the things that started happening. But I mean, obviously he has something to go on because um, that his era was more the right. I want to quote era. Matt. I want you to jump in Matt, but I want to quote Will Smith because I saw a quote today and his quote was, and if I can vaguely remember, it was racism, just di- racism didn't just start. It's just now being taped. Yeah. But that, that was deep see, but me. that's the problem. These two people that gone, gunned him down weren't police officers. They were regular human beings. So it's like, regular you're not cops, beings. and what are you doing? 
If that if you feel that he's robbing over, call the cops. Don't pursue it as you're a cop. You're not a vigilante. You're not out here saving people and killing people and stuff. What are you doing? God rest, God rest, God rest Trayvon Martin. Right. We Trayvon heard that tape. We we heard that tape. They did not. We heard yeah, that tape. They did not. God, they all yeah. agree with this. Like, first of all, who the fuck is they? Yeah. <laughs> who the fuck is they? They always get away with right. this. Sir, we don't need you to follow exactly. them. And like, we don't they didn't have to him. go. Like, my thing is, they planned on doing this. They drove ahead of him and pulled their car over in the side of the road. Like, stop the, tra- like, stop traffic. And he tried to run around. So, to, he tried to run around to, like, get away from the situation. But the guy still went after him with his shotgun. I don't think there's an argument at all that what these two guys did was the, yeah, <laughs> completely wrong, no, right? No uh, you know, I, what you guys are saying is true. I mean, like, they're not police officers, so what gives them the authority to run anyone down and, and do 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 anything like that? But I think the pro- uh, there's a there's a bigger problem, though. So ahead, let me hear it. In, in, the, in the media, people of color are demonized to be a certain way. You know, they're yeah. demonized to be, like, you know, they're thieves, you know, they're, they're violent, they're aggressive, you know, like I know some of the coolest cats that are like six foot five, 300 pounds and they could, they could bite your face off, but they're super yeah. cool, super humble. Yeah. But uh, you know what? The media portrays people of color in a certain way. So like those, David, people- I got you. Sorry to cut you off, but I got okay. you. We're guilty until proven innocent. Yeah. Yeah. So the, those two guys that ran down uh, Arbery, you know, they've been conditioned to consider black people a threat, you know? Right. And, you know, I'm not saying that they were justified in what they're they're doing. No, but fuck no. It, the, the conditioning is there that, you know, it exists. It's systemic. You know, racism is ingrained yes. in our country. Yeah. You know? yeah. From the media to, to powers of authority all the way up to yeah. the presidency, you know? Facts. Like, there, there's no sympathy for people of color. And, you know, when whenever whenever people of color try to, like, protest and have a voice they're seen as like saying like oh they're race baiting you know it's not we don't see color but it's not and we're it's not, not it's, and it's we're not, not that, we're not Mm-mm. i know how i think i have children and to teach your children what this world brings mm. is the hardest thing i think i've ever had to endure growing up i felt like we we didn't have to approach the police the way we have to approach them now as teachers. When police approached us, it was the neighborhood. So people could say what the fuck they want about the projects. No. The police knew, oh, that's Miss Nisi's kid. Mm. Oh, yeah, I know that kid. Mm. Like, the police knew that. I don't know what the fuck these new police know now. I don't. I don't know what the fuck this is now. Because I didn't grow up like that. So now I got to teach my kids to be afraid, be aware, understand life, that they don't give a fuck about you because of your color, because of the color of your skin. That shouldn't be a it's conversation different. you should be having shouldn't. with kids. You know, At all. It's At sad all. that that happens. I, you I, know. It's sad, but it's the truth. Now. I yeah. just don't get the third gentleman that they took in that. Like, you recorded the whole thing about to happen. Why not call 911 or say, guys, what are you doing? You there recording and actually loading your gun up as if something's about to happen to you, but you're just sitting there not helping the situation. Like I don't get it. Yeah, 
I mean, the guy is complicit. He's complicit in it. He he definitely was, you know, a part of oh, that. Oh yeah, whole thing, a part you know? of it, of course, yeah. of course. Yeah. But but let me correct y'all because even though they were civilians, one of them used to be a cop. Yes, the guy. The, oh, yeah, the fucker. Yeah, yeah. Look so, how long. But all right, look how long it fuck. took them to even to even bring them in. The shit was thrown out multiple times. Yeah, I don't give a fuck if he was an ex cop. No. Get the fuck out of here. Yeah. Uh, that shouldn't that shouldn't make a difference whether you're a cop. Nah, I should. Yeah, you know, no, like I don't want to hear that. Common shit, decency man. is exactly that. It's common decency, man. Come on, man. Yeah. You don't do shit like that, man. You don't, man. That's not life. But no. that's human life for us. And that's why I always say to people, like, I'm not a big advocate on I'm pro-black, African American. I know who I am as a person, but when I look at the world, I have to see it from a different perspective. And the perspective in the world is exactly what David touched on, which is we're looked at as what? What are we looked at as, David? You just said it. As uh, as perpetrators, you perps. Yeah. We're perps. Yeah, Period. yeah. That's that's all the, the common stereotype. Period. For like you said, David, about black men and especially like big ones and all that stuff. Just just think of the movie Friday, Debo. Yeah. There's so many other, you know, so many stereotypes that's even used in black-owned movies. <laughs> so, I mean, I, I think that that wasn't that wasn't meant to be like that. I mean, D- Debo was just meant to be like, yo, he just came out of prison. But I get what you, yeah, you're coming yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Well, they, but, but like a, a movie yeah. like that, a movie like that, if like a like you know a white person were to see somebody like Debo, they would be frightened because frightened, you know, of course, yeah. fucking frightened yeah. out yeah. their ass. They think yeah. we're aggressive. Up to no good and want to hurt. That that's I don't understand that. Aggressive up to no good and want to hurt. That makes no sense. So I want to ask you gentlemen a question, right? So we I mean, I think it's apparent that the majority of America sees a huge problem in our systems. Um what what Correct. kind what kind of resolution how would you resolve the situation in your opinion? What what do you think could bridge that gap between people that are paid, you know, to protect and serve us, right? Because, I mean, at the end of the day, you know, as much as the police do bad things, they also serve a purpose as well, right? So, like, what can you suggest as a resolution that you feel like, all right, that's acceptable? You know, coming from the the Black man's perspective. I'll touch on the first. Um, I feel like they should be held accountable for their actions, just like regular civilians. That will put all cops on notice. I can't do this shit. I have to I have to slow it down. I I you know, I can't be too aggressive. You know, pick they should be able to pick their battles the way they should be um picked instead of how some of the things that we're we're seeing. It's it's kind of hard to say to try to think of a um a complete resolution that could actually help it, but I well, do believe so how, it needs to be. How would you be able to start at the very least? Like you would say, okay, at least this is a, a step in the right direction. They should be accountable. They should be. They should be treated as civilians for those certain situations. Go ahead, Mike. <clears throat> to answer your question, first and foremost, I always say before police get involved in anything, what's what do I always say, Matt? Where does it start? With us. With us. us. That's where it starts. It starts with us. Because I'm not going to give 
the police the credibility to do what they do, it starts within, meaning home. It starts there, right? So now when we take it out to them, like you said, David, they are already looking at us as a certain type. We are a type in that community of the police academy, the police station, police period. So when I when when I hear you ask that, I'm saying to myself, okay, it starts with us, cool. But at the end of the day, if we're being looked at as perpetrators, as the enemy, we're already the enemy, right? We get pulled over. There's a different, you said it earlier, there's a different type of energy towards pulling a black man over, right? So the reason I say it starts with us is because if you're taught it, you know not to be that guy. So for instance, when I get pulled over, I'm going to keep it 100 with you. I know what the fuck to do. I got a few friends in, in, in the police stations out here in New York, in the Bronx. I keep it 100 with them. They keep it 100 with me. But that's your profession. Go do you. So I think the solution I don't think there really is a solution because I really do believe in that secret society in the police stations in the, in the, in that realm. I do. Um, I do. Um, I believe it. I, I believe it. Um, well, Mike, no solution. You said, no, well, well, you've came across of saying how that, why do doctors, lawyers have to spend so much time to become a doctor and lawyer. That's what I meant to say too. The cops should yep. probably have to go through the same yep. protocol because they go through the academy within like six months or yeah. so and boom, they're right on the street. I yep. think they maybe they just stay in there longer, yeah. take intensive training, put in yeah. courses where that, let's put them in a situation where you monitor their heart and everything, put them in a yeah. room with a bunch of black people and see how they react. Because if they react a certain way, then you're gonna know this man cannot. How do you feel? With I'm a with you, Matt. That, is, that was my point the other day. So, David, do you know that that's all it takes to be a cop? Six months? Yeah, yeah. yeah I, so uh, you we talked the, about so this you, yesterday. So you, so you understand the power that they're given in such a short period of time. You got to go to fucking college longer to fucking be a cop. Four years of college. Yeah. To be a doctor. And then even more, to be a fucking lawyer, 20, whatever the fuck it is. And it takes six months to give you the power over me. You know, I, nah, I think, I'm not cool with that. I think Matt and, and, and Mike, you guys both touch on a really good subject. Um, the fact that people that become police officers, that they are undertrained. You know, and undertrained. Really, yeah, and and they're not screened properly to see if they can handle the psychological rigors of of society. Society, because I mean, society. because I mean, like you know, in general, people are decent people, right? But you yeah. have the outliers. You're gonna that. have you're gonna have people that are you know, like they're they're crazy, yeah, mentally you know, ill, or, or they're or violent, Ill. right? Right. But they right. don't. Yeah. Thank you for correcting like, so, me. I appreciate yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, no, um, definitely though. It's the truth though. Like um, six but, months to give you a gun. And a yeah. badge yeah. and, and yeah. say you're above us? Get the fuck out of here. Like, look at the badge. Have you, David, have you seen the police badge? Um, not up like in depth. Like in no. depth. No, I haven't. To I, need, I need you to go look at the badge in depth. 
as a matter of fact, because I know this is only audio, I'll show you the badge in depth. And I saw a post where it said literally slavery right in front of us and we didn't even know it. But go ahead, David. Finish what you were going to say. I want you to tell me what you see. Yeah, 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 finish, finish, finish. Oh, so um, I think that that one of the biggest problems is that the the undertrained cops that get on because these are the bad apples that come in. They're not ready to handle the the public, mm-hmm. you know. They're mm-hmm. not ready to handle the attitudes, you know, the mental health issues, as as you corrected me on, you know, that exist when they have to deal with people. And you know, like cops, just like any other job, they face burnout. You know, they they face these issues day in and day out. Now. I'm not saying that that's an excuse for the extremes that they take, Mm -hmm. but it is a rationale for how bitter that they become. And they start seeing everyone as like, oh, that's a potential guy that he might, you know, he might jump on me. So before he gets to jump on me, you know, I got a gun. So I'm a, I'm a, uh, use my authority to subdue him. You know, he's a perp and he could be doing something simple as just like smoking in a park. But that cop is already in his mind thinking we're going to escalate it because before he gets there, I'm going to get there. You know, um, and it's such a shame. They 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 have they they do have to upgrade the way they hire police officers or, or that they recruit police officers. Yes, you know? I agree. They, I agree. They, sh- they should go through some type of mental mm-hmm. training. You know, like like skills to like interact with people. You know, and secondly, just, just to but that's just, what I felt it was when I was growing up. Mm. It was more like like I said earlier. Oh, that's that's Mrs. Yeah, Johnson's because, son. Yeah. Right, that's like police, Mrs. like you know, like police officers were like community. Yeah, the PAL was strong. Not just a scared ass motherfucker in the projects, just walking around talking about some. Hey, come here! You don't know me, so you let know, me show you that. You know what this is? No, no, illuminate. It's racism. It's slavery. All right, in our face. That's a slavery sign. Okay. Yeah, oh. slavery sign in the right. police badge. I, I'm Look definitely gonna. You'll yeah, see. no, absolutely. Because you'll see. That's, it was it, when I found out. I was just like, yeah, they're they're sworn to protect and serve my ass. You I don't know. know. I don't. You know what? We can't only just blame the cops. I think it's also no. a failure on the the department itself to to inadequately train these people that are going to go onto these streets. Yeah. You know, when you first become a cop. Often you get these shitty ass assignments, you know what shitty I mean? Shitty like, ass assignments, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, like, th- if yeah. this is their first interaction with being a police officer from jump, they already have been already, yeah, yeah, agreed. I agree with you, yeah. I do agree with that. So it's just I, a failure like I, said, of the system. I think they, and I think they need yeah. to hire more black cops because if you see a, somebody that looks like you, you approach a situation different, you're like, all right, hold on, he looks like me, so I'm not gonna come out crazy to him. Yeah. You know what I mean? They don't have enough black right. cops in the in these yeah. in these streets. That's the, I think that's their major problem. I, but I, then, but then again, but then again, Matt, there's not a lot of black people yeah, going but, for those but, jobs. For that, they don't want to be job. a cop because they don't want to be in that position. They don't want to be. They don't want to be a cop because it's already a stigma against black people. You don't want to be in that. They don't. I would even add to that and say that being a black cop in a, pre, a predominantly white you know, precinct, it's kind of difficult to like work alongside your colleagues because Hell they yeah. see the bullshit and it's like either you with it or you not. Or you not. And if you're and not with it, why, you're not with that's it. That's exactly why we look at them, black cops, as yo, what the fuck? So that's so why it's so a what the fuck towards them. 
So then maybe the problem I is that the same protocol is in that station. It ain't with us anymore. It's not so with the, us anymore. Maybe the problem is is that that thin blue line that they talk about. You know what I mean? They they had this idea that it's us versus them. And I, I don't think it's every cop. I, I think it's just a, a handful of cops in, 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 in every precinct that act a certain way and give the majority of cops a bad name. And David, they have yeah, but they have protocol, you know? though. You, you, believe it or not, they have protocol. Whether you black, white, Hispanic, Israel, they have protocol when you walk in that building. Hmm. When, you, when you graduate, your skin color means nothing. So, like you said, it's us versus them. So them is black, white, Hispanic, Muslim. It don't matter. They're now them. So you actually, and I know that for a fact. You mentioned something earlier about how like uh, they're, they're trained in a certain way, right? So a couple years ago, I uh, I did a research project on how actually police police officers were trained throughout the United States. I came okay. across I came across this video, and it was a guy named Dave Grossman. He was a an ex army ranger that be, that uh, started training cops, uh, okay. and all these different precincts would hire him. And basically, he has this mantra of like, you know, traps, cops should be trained, conditioned to aim for the kill. You know, he says that like you should be able to turn uh, violence on and off like a like a faucet because it's up to you to kill in order to uh, protect, you know, and serve the way you're supposed to serve. He even goes as far as like quoting the Bible, like and and the problem with this guy is is that he he's constantly hired by all these precincts throughout the United States. Like he has an average of about two hundred uh, days where he's going out across the country, and I'll I'll send you the video. It's it's crazy some of the stuff he says. He's creating like this this cult of police officers that are like almost like if they're going across seas to fight like you know. Uh, you know, uh, insurgents in like Afghanistan, but really police officers are designed to, uh, to, to, to maintain the peace by communicating, by, you know, investigating, you know, using, using their wits about them. Like, how can I resolve That's this? How, I grew up. how can, how yeah. can I deescalate this situation? Yes. Right now. Ain't no deescalating when it comes to the African-American community right now. No deescalating. Absolutely. It's, you are Absolutely. guilty. So, so, I mean, yeah. since, since we on it, um, Matt, won't you explain the whole situation about Breonna Taylor? Oh, okay. So briefly what happened was this is the, and this is a crazy thing. I learned something new about that today. So she was a, a civil, pretty much like a civil servant. She worked as a paramedic, if I'm not mistaken, in Kentucky. And one night, I get pretty much, she was in her house with her boyfriend and I guess the cops, I guess, I don't know if it was like an undercover sting or whatever. They were pursuing a suspect. They got like, I guess, a thing to know where the suspect lived and whatnot. So they went to her house. They didn't announce themselves. They barged in, started shooting. They shot her eight times. Her boyfriend, meanwhile, was, was licensed to carry his own. He shot back at them. He hit one of them. He ended up getting charged almost, going to jail because he shot a cop. But good thing he did have the license to carry, so they had to drop the whole thing. But we still have a young lady dead for no reason. And then come to find out today, I learned the suspect that they were looking for, it was two different groups of cops that were looking for the suspect. When the cops got the suspect that they wanted, they already had him in custody 
before they even went to this girl house and shot and killed her. So my thing is, you already had the suspect in custody, but you still went through with this, this fucking hit. Like, what are you doing? Like, that's crazy to me. And now these cops are I out on the street, and that like, because... that's it. There's, there's like, they're like still didn't prosecute none of them at all. That's stupidity at its finest. Right now, it's... the FBI, right, right now, the FBI is investigating the whole thing. I yeah, know but what is that, that? What does that mean? Michael? How many times have we heard that throughout, you know, yeah, all these it's issues the, that pop up with black people getting gunned down the, and it's yeah. the same, same story, the same result. Same story. Up. Yeah. I was because watching it's ESPN the, it's the, today. I was watching ESPN today and I'm not going to lie. It was, I mean, not ESPN. I'm lying. Sorry. Uh, CNN. And I'm not going to lie. I was a white reporter and me and Matt, we were watching it together and he stuttered when he said, I'm out here right now, and that you know, it's the same group, you know, they're doing the same thing there. You he didn't say you, but he kind of like I could tell he wanted to say what they're usually doing, which is pro- protesting a black lives matter type situation. But he switched it up and said, Damn, Matt, what did he say, um, Matt? Because he says yeah, shit. He and I said to you, but he, I forget. He corrected right himself right away. But you could tell he switched his words because he was about to say the same thing. And I'm like, I know what the fuck he wanted to say. They out here protesting again for another black fucking life. But he switched it up and said some other shit. I can't really get what he said, but at the bot the bottom line for me is. Y'all know what the fuck is going on. Like I ain't yeah, trying to. Yeah, those cops shit. should be locked up already. So what were you what were you saying, Mac? I, I didn't mean, I didn't mean to cut you off. Huh? Say it again, David. No, no. I, I mean, I cut off Mike with the whole FBI thing. I'm sorry. Oh no, 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 no. That was Mike who cut me off. It ain't was you. You good? Um. Yo, shut the fuck up, Mike. <laughs> God, this is a serious moment. You want to talk about that? Anyway, so yeah, you said the FBI was investigating. <laughs> now, me, I just want to say to me, to me, there's no investigation. Like it's clear cut what they did was wrong. They didn't announce themselves. They went in the wrong fucking house and you yeah. killed her. Like what else do you need to investigate? And then you had the right person already in custody. And then because you shot her. You went you shot her eight house. times. Like what do you want to investigate? Nothing. Nothing to but my thing is, come so on. They're, my they're thing is, if us four go and do that. We're getting locked up that night. We're not going anywhere. Y'all going to jail. Let's go. Oh, y'all going down. Yeah, that's the fact. Yeah, it's no. Hey, Central Park Five. Let's keep it a hundred. They just wanted to lock up somebody to justify what the fuck happened in the park, and you locked up five innocent motherfucking young black men, and it took for the actual guy that did it to have a heart and say you're in here for no reason. Let's be clear. This shit is not just happening. This shit has been happening. When the fuck is enough enough? Like, what do we have to do as African-Americans to be accepted in the, the, the United States of America? Like, to be accepted. We said it earlier, Matt. They love yeah, our... What they said? What they said? They hate us. Nisi Nash had a quote that she put out yeah. on Instagram. She what said... She said? Why can't they love uh, us black people like they love our culture? Which is fucking true. Like, I, like it's they love fucking our culture. true. Wow. 
Like they love LeBron James. They love Michael Jackson. They love Will Smith. They love our food. They love our music. They want to dress like us, but they don't want to love us. They love our culture. But they don't want to love us. No, they're not going to give us the power. Because they know. And that's our fault, too. Because, again, like I always say, it starts at home. So if we come together as an African-American community and understand that we're killing ourselves, too, don't bring the... I want to, I want to add some. Like, let's um, let's let's this actually, join ourselves. I had a conversation on, on social media a while them. back. Be it was a guy that he, you know, he's pro-black. You know, he, he was about the movement, and um, you know, he was promoting the idea of committing, you know, acts of violence. That, you know? and you know, the guy was that, angry for the right reasons, but I understand why sometimes people want to commit acts of violence, right? But if you think about it in the long game it doesn't help your cause, right? And that, that was kind of like my conversation that I was having with him. But like, you know, he saw that I was like, I'm light-skinned, okay. right? So he maybe he made some type of assumption and he was like, ah, oh, you know what? Like, this conversation ain't for you. This is only for melanated folk. Mm-hmm. So like, you know, it got, me, it got me thinking like, how is it, and this isn't, this isn't for you directly, but I, I think this is no, just- No, I'm How is it that- you aim to move an agenda, whatever your agenda is, without creating allies. You know what I'm saying? Because, like, mm-hmm. yeah, you know, if if black people and Spanish people all got together, it, they would be a force to reckon with. But at the end of the day, you do need some white folk on your side. You know what I mean? Like, they still got a lot of keys to the doors that you got to open. You know? Yeah. So I'm not saying that you have to have to you know break, but there's some points that you have to to bend in order to like maneuver to get your agenda fulfilled. So are you, are you like pro allies or you just like, nah, it's about just the melanated folk and that's it. No, 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 no. I'm not pro ally. What I'm saying is, yes, you do have to have some white folk on your side. The thing that I think we're here, the brain, Hmm. we are conditioned to only love who we are around. As soon as we hear that the white man does something, it's a wrap, right? So, and in my mind, me personally, I do have white friends. I do. But when I have conversations with them, I am all the way on my side. Like, it doesn't matter because they don't- Do you educate them? Oh, hell yeah. I sit down, Matt will tell you, I sit down with all my white folk. I got hella friends. I ain't going to name no names, but they understand that they will never walk my shoes. But you have to understand that at the end of the day, yes, we do. But that's the problem, I think, that they have the key. Like you just said, they do have the key. So how do we break through? But again, it starts at home, education, understanding that the white man is not the enemy. He's only the enemy if you allow him to be. He's not the enemy. The white man is not the enemy. Because guess who you got to get your job off of from? But, but Mike, we're teaching them to, we're teaching our kids to avoid it so they won't be in that situation instead of actually trying to fight what is going on. We're teaching them to like, listen, make sure you put your hands up. Yeah. Don't, don't. So we're not teaching them the right way. No, we, we're not. We're not wait, we're wait, don't not say it like that, now. though, Mike. Don't say we're the te- right. No, no. We're the part is what you just said is America. Matt, you just sent that picture. Where that picture at? With the dude 
the, oh, the cartoon that they just sent us, it, it had a fucking knee a on the guy's neck. It was a statue. And above that yeah. was a Statue of Liberty. No. That's America. So it's not that we want to teach them that. This is what we're seeing. And this is their era. We have to. We have to. I, I don't want to. You want me to be closet? No, I don't want to keep her closeted, keep my girls closeted. I want them to actually know that this is what the fuck is going on. It is. That picture right. volumes. We are, so, we are teaching them to be, we teaching them to avoid and to, to stay clear so they won't feel the acts of violence that's, get, that's being put on by police. Did your parents teach you that, Mike? Did Absolutely. your parents teach you that? Absolutely. They taught you that? I didn't get I didn't get taught that. Cause I wasn't I'm I'm what, nineties? Yeah, I was nineties. I didn't get taught to be yeah, afraid that's of the, the problem. Cause I went to the police athletic league where they were there and they took care of the community. But I we wasn't gotta, and we, I'm from we, the but we also hold on, I Mike. You also that. gotta remember not all cops is bad. Like this let's not Put that stigma out there. Like, no, all a, police no, officers no. bad. They not. Never would say that. But it's okay. a fraternity, though. All right, but Mike, I think that it's incumbent upon the police officers themselves because I mean they know what's going on. They have social media too. I think it's a, a incumbent upon them to go to their their leadership and say, "Hey, we got to change shit because, like, you know, we David, need you need to help us David, out." David, you know, but that's not what you're in. understanding about the fact that. It's a fraternity. No, I get it. I get it. But I guess it's like, a fraternity. They don't give a fuck about us talking, civilians. Talking when they about, have their meetings. Yeah. It's but, real. But, like, but, this is what's going on. So talking about a, like a solution standpoint, you know what I mean? Like there are a couple things that like, you know, okay, uh, like I think that would be great. Right. First of all, the accountability that you guys talked about, absolutely. You know what I mean? Because if other police officers saw the consequences of their actions, they would think twice like, oh, I don't want to lose my job. I don't want to lose my pension. I don't want to lose my freedom. We said that earlier. That's number one. Number two, it's incumbent upon them to come to us and say, hey, what do you guys need so we could bridge the gap? You know what I mean? And, you know, I I think also it's a give and take situation. I think community leaders from our side also have to connect with them, which I I know that they're more than willing to, but it takes two to tango. Um, It does. It does. It it really, it really does. does. You know what? So let's kind of. Like you said, bridging that gap, I don't think that gap is going to be connected because. They have I get, an agenda. And I get, and that's just I get what you're saying, but they I have their but own you, I don't, I don't against no, African Americans, bro. I get it, and I'm but not with it. The only way that's going to change, it has to change within the precinct. Somebody has to step up, regardless. They say, "Oh, we don't want you in this precinct no more. You can't be a cop." So what? Long as you say something, then maybe somebody else here and they get the courage to do it, and y'all come as one. Then what they going to do? They ain't going to have no choice but to be like, you know what? We got to do it. We got to do it. That's not happening. It's not happening. I'm gonna let you know that right now. Maybe, maybe, maybe not in our generation, but yeah, yeah. I, I, there's something has to happen in order to start shifting things. At least a step in the right direction. But David, I, you I, said it earlier. We are already the perpetrators. So right. how they going? How they gonna come talk to us when they already afraid to talk to us? But yeah, we're you know, already those people. We I, are. Yeah, you're right. So I'm, where's the I'm, I'm, just the gap? See it. I'm seeing it from like, you know, because I'm the type of dude like 
I, if I see a problem, I like to identify it and try to analyze uh-huh. and say, okay, how can we yep. fix that issue? So now, I'm not, I am not saying that this is easy by no measure at all. It, it's, a, it's a cultural thing within the police department. It's a cultural thing with, with people of color. They do not trust yep. police officers. Police officers are afraid of people of color. Something has to happen at some point. It may not happen in our generation, right? But Maybe not. We can look in history, right? Over the last hundred or so years, there has been progress, slow progress, slow, but there has been progress, right? David, I need you to expand on progress. I well, I mean, I need you to expand. On okay, progress. so look at the civil rights era, right? Prior to that, yeah. they had they had Jim Crow, uh, Jim Crow laws, the right? Jim Crow law. Okay. Right. So, like people that were marching, protesting peacefully, you know, with uh, Dr. King, and also even uh, with uh, with the more militant side of uh, Malcolm X as mm-hmm. well. These okay. are the people that, that said, listen, we have a voice. We're going to get together. As you say, black people should mm-hmm. get together. People of color mm-hmm. should get together and say, hey, we have a voice. We are here. You know, there's no reason why you guys should be treating us like this. Prior to that era, okay. it was the, the, the racism was far more egregious. We can agree on that. You yes, know, we definitely lynchings, can agree on Lynchings that. Yes. Were, were on like a crazy level. Now, the progress has been incredibly slow. I don't know what it's going to take in order for the things to change now. There has to be some type of pivot to, to the thinking of both sides, you know, from like, you know, the civilian standpoint of like, damn, you know, fucking cops, you know, fucking pigs or whatever, however they think. Right. And also from the cop standpoint, how they think that every single pe- uh, person of color is, is somebody that's, that's going to be violent or aggressive. Uh-huh. I can't tell uh-huh. you what that is. I could just tell you that there are certain things that that should happen. You know what that is? I I don't really know. So you don't think we're going backwards? You don't think we're starting from where we were right now? Oh no. Yes no. or no? I don't think we're going backwards. No. I I I think that the uh, the awareness is more heightened now because you have video cameras in every phone. People mm-hmm. can take pictures. People can be interviewed, and you know, like you know, you you have more people of color that are in the media that have a voice. That you know, Don Lemon. He, you know, he talks about this. Yeah, no, he's, yeah, he talks about you know it mean? all the time. And 50, I, and I commend 50 him for years it. ago, 50 years ago, you never had a black, a black no. person. No, right at there. all. Because anything we new. didn't have a voice. Exactly. We didn't have a voice. Exactly. Yeah, we didn't have a voice. And I think, what, that, I think yeah. that voice has to be turned up yeah. louder. Yeah. How? I, I don't hard. really have that. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it's hard. It's hard. The progress. They don't want to hear us. And as soon as they hear us, we get shut down. Now that's we when the shut white, down. that's when the white fragility kicks in. <laughs> and that's when it, hey, y'all yeah. saw the picture, right? I know y'all saw the picture of Colin kneeling, and then the cop. Oh yeah. Kneeling on. yeah, 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 yeah. This and, and, is why. It's, yes, it, come on, man. And this come is on, and this go is ahead. Go ahead. what we're gonna right. flow into the next one, which is the most recent one. Ooh. Um. Oof, oof, oof. We already know the story. I think the whole world knows the story. What's going on? He he's man is saying that he can't breathe. I mm. I that mean, was mur- it, that was murder that, in slow motion, bro. Yes, once murder in slow motion. Again. I and, can't breathe once a fucking again. And this shit, this shit is hurt. This shit really hurts because you know you seeing a man on is is dying a slow death, and that fucking cop don't give a fuck like whoa, you don't whoa, whoa, realize whoa. you have them subdued already that's, that. that's it all those cops don't give a fuck because they could have easily stopped the whole shit yeah. but they chose not to 
They chose not to. You're absolutely right. They didn't. They didn't. They chose to. Um, they chose to do what they did. But for so for so for so this thing is leading led to riots in Minneapolis, looting. What is your I, take my on it? Thing is, is it right or is it wrong? Is, it is what it is. What you think they were going to do? If you're not listening, if you're not going to reason, what you think they're going to do? Of course they're going to burn down a precinct. You're not helping. So if you're not going to help, you're the problem. So I'm going to take you out. That's what they're thinking now. I'm taking you out now because you don't want to listen to me. You don't care. You're going to keep doing the same thing. Okay, so now I'm going to act out. That's what they're doing. Now I'm acting out. Now I'm acting out. I uh, I agree with Matt. <laughs> I agree with Matt. It, it's uh, not... Yeah, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. It's um, you know, to not have your voice heard for such a long time, and to and to see one of somebody that could have been anybody's, you know, brother, sister, well, yeah. aunt, whatever, yeah. pinned to the floor, slowly dying. It, 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 slowly honestly, that was torture. Dying. That was but fucking torture, bro. Not to cut you off, David. It infuriates me. I, I even knew he was dying. Yeah. He started calling for his mama, saying, "I love you." Talk about my niece, I love you, because he already knew it was over. It was he knew it was over. Mm, my yeah. yeah, my take on it, it just sucks because again, it's one of those things where that's what blacks go through. It's it's not something that we they can sit there and say our culture is what we are and who we are and we kill each other and you know that's why I always say to myself mentally don't bring the cops into it start here so that way they don't have the fear I don't know if that was mm-hmm. a bar or not but I felt like that was a bar let's you, start here so agree? they don't so do you agree with the, the you, you agree, agree with the riding and the looting <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. At this point, when you see a video like that, like when you see the video, you got to understand, like they were saying earlier, and like I, I, to, I touched on it with Will Smith, racism, Ben, it's just now being recorded. I don't give a fuck about you if you don't give a fuck about me. Hmm. That's just life, whether it's racism or not. It could be black on black, Spanish on Spanish, white on white. If you don't give a fuck about me, what's your energy towards me? I, I mean, towards you. I don't give a fuck about you. That's the energy right now in Minnesota. We don't, don't give a fuck about y'all. So, Mike, I don't know if you saw the... the there's like a picture or a video from like Vox or uh, now this uh, on YouTube. Okay. And it was basically comparing... Uh, the white supremacists that stormed the, the the government building in Michigan because they were you know they were they were protesting the 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 lockdown you know and they were armed with automatic assault rifles yep. right AKs. you look at how you look how they were treated by they were spitting on cops they were cursing cops faces meanwhile you see you see in uh, Minneapolis how like the, the orig- originally the protests were peaceful it was peaceful it was peaceful they were just people just walking the street you know calling for justice no guns, no nothing. What what was the response? Riot gear, you know, yep. tear gas, mm. arrest. Like, see the difference. You know, yeah, you it's know, the difference. Yeah, yeah. Where you go? My thing is, where's the standard? 
You know what I mean? Like if we all operate it, on the same standard, I can't no be standard. mad at it. I can't there be mad at no it. There is no standard. And that's why when I when you ask if I agree with what's going on, yeah. fuck yeah. I didn't know that knowledge that you just gave to me, but now that you give it to me, yeah, my, my answer is valid. No. Fuck yeah, I, I agree with it. Like, hell yeah. Even like when Matt said earlier when we were speaking about how they walk a dude out of a church that just killed the yes, whole fucking like, church. And he... And hey, they made yes, sure he was okay. Yeah. The they, fed him. they fed him. Yes. They fed him. He, they took him he, to Wendy's to get a hamburger. Yeah, no, they did. Nah. I didn't know that part. Killed yeah. Black people at a church, yeah. not a playground, not an office building, not a lot, mm-hmm. a church. Mm-hmm. And you treat him like this. Okay, come on, let's go. I didn't know all of that. I just knew he did what he did, but. Yeah, man, the double standard, the bottom line for me is don't act like there is not a fucking double standard. If you are naive to that, do not fucking talk to me. Of course. Uh, Listen, I don't give a fuck. I don't. I don't. We we basically had just, it was more of a playful last episode about stereotypes, double standards and shit like that. Nah. But this is a more serious, there is double standards. The stereotypes still live, and and the sad part is, some some of our own people stereotype us too. So, I believe there is black cops that that do in a way stereotype because they if they see you walking into a store, I remember um my boy Angel, and there was a a black cop that was a, a, a around him, and he was like. Oh, you got weed on you, and and it's just like, why are you questioning me out of nowhere? But then, but that's what is being taught in in the precinct. Like, yeah, like, that's why I said. At the end of the day, they got a protocol. At the end of the day, even I know for a fact uh, there's a protocol. Another thing, ha- another thing that yeah, that's no in between. Today, there is a, a CNN reporter got arrested at the protest. Like, are you? Oh crazy? yeah. You still arrest me right now, right now. You want to arrest me? But, Man, but so to, that, to, to that man's credit, though, he was cool as the, cool. the other yeah. side. Yeah. Of the no, pillow, I would have super I professional. Yeah, I like super credit yeah. to that. Shout guy, out man. to him. Yeah, send him exactly. Venmo. Send him <laughs> like a Venmo or something. Yeah. <laughs> nah, he he handled that like a professional and, and that's how it should was, be handled my job was we just wanted to make sure he is what he is what but there's a lot of white reporters out here that you're not going to pick up her rest <laughs> like come on so so I, I don't know if you know the story about it but they the the police officers that arrested that guy they were given the order from up the command to arrest them right so it's like it's either you do your job or you try to be a decent human being. And I think this speaks to Mike's point earlier about like having certain protocols in place of how you're supposed to operate. You're supposed to, those protocols supersede your decency. You obviously know that this man is, is a reporter. He has, no, he has a camera with him. He has, he has, but you still got to do that job. Yes. I get that. You're a man. You're a grown ass man. So I no. could easily say, look here, no, I'm, I'm not going to no, do it. I'm not going to do it. Protocol. You can get somebody else to go arrest him, but I'm not doing it. If you want to fire me on the spot, fuck it. Fire me. But I'm not doing it. I'm, I'm not just doing saying. It. Uh, I'm okay. not doing it. That's, yo, I'm Matt. Not doing it. 
I'm not doing that. I'm not doing that. That's a hell of a stand. You know, Matt, that's a hell of a stand. That's a hell of a stand to be made, but it's not going to be heard. I'm not doing it. No, it's not. Because as soon as you go back to the precinct, they're going to ask you, you know what? I'm fine. And you know what? Even if they don't, even if they don't take your, even if they don't take your, your, your badge, you're going to be ostracized in the department. They're going to yeah, look at yeah, you absolutely. as like, you're yeah. that guy. You're, the, you're that guy. Team. So yeah. we can't fuck with you. Come on. So that, we so all it's know a, that. It's the culture in the police department. That's the team or you're not with the team. And that's, 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 and like I said, and that's when I got it. Like that. That's what I said, Mike. If I'm a black cop today and I've seen that this happened, I'm sorry. I'm taking off my badge, handing in my gun. Here you go. Because I cannot stand for this. If y'all not going to do nothing to help it, you can have this. I'm not helping y'all. I'm done. I'm done. Mm-hmm. I'm done. Well, then that's your stand. I ain't mad at that. And I guess that's, that's why you don't see that many uh, black cops in the department. I'm yeah, pretty sure there's a fact. lot of black cops, black men and black women that feel the same way you do, that they can't yeah. even do this job. Yeah. You know, so why even mm-hmm. waste their time? You know? Yep. Oh. Agreed. Not Yo, fellas, the- I just want to yeah. say thank you, you know, for coming on. This was a great, great conversation. We could go on for forever talking about this because this this shit is serious um but i also want y'all to check out just in case y'all didn't see it because it's an amazing movie actually there's two of them there's one called american sun with carrie um washington it's on netflix um that's a good one you should check it out and then um the the hate you yes, give i've seen which is yes, another I've amazing that. movie, that is a good movie. Um, it's a strong it's a strong powerful movie and you know audience Check it out if you haven't heard of it, you haven't seen it. It's a it's it kind it compares to what's going on now. And Black Widow, David, that man Matt, oh, thank man. you for coming on. Um Show. for the special you edition of Black Appreciate you. Of, um, Mike's perspective and um Black Lives Matter, Puerto Rican lives, lives Matter. matter. They all they Everybody all matter. To fucking understand that. Black Lives Matter. Yes. Fuck yeah. out of here. So, um, thank you all for uh, listening. Check y'all next week.